And welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. And I'm Eric. Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the show. A wonderful Monday. We are just over a week from the start of free agency. I cannot wait. How about you, Eric? Yeah, this has always been an exciting time of year. You know, you get this. It's really the start of the league year. And that's when everything gets up and running. We're going to have the legal tampering period, which, you know, will be a, a week from now when we're on the air, we'll be inside the legal tampering period. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Um, you know, usually it's, uh, you know, 24 to 48 hours prior to the start of the new league year at four o'clock on next Tuesday. Um, and yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, we've seen in years past, uh, some signings, uh, you know, that <laughs> where, where, you know, it, it came to fruition. And then we've also seen some things a la Frank Gore. Yeah. That's who, the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> right. I think that's the first one that comes to, to a lot of people's mind. You know, we had Frank Gore all locked and loaded and, uh, Sure enough, uh, he decided to go to the Colts, I believe, at the time, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's that, along with uh, the career, the Eagles career of Frank Gore. Um, but, yeah. It's I love exciting. that tribute video, the Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen that, too. It's uh, not. Uh, it's pretty funny, I'm not going to lie. Um <laughs> So, you know, as, as free agent comes uh, closer and closer, mm-hmm. you know, we have about 33-ish million dollars to, to kind of get rid of, uh, which may seem like a lot, but honestly, it probably could get done in about five moves, I would assume, if yeah. you're going to trade Ertz, which, as the rumors came out, uh, earlier uh, today that they are uh, things are heating up so you know you yeah have, this we got a lot of calls about right. the availability of Zach which Hurts. is which is a good good sign hopefully uh, mm-hmm. you know we can get something decent back for him um, and if you're out there let us know you know what what do you think we might get back for it uh, I'm thinking it might be one of those move up deals where you know, we sure. give our, you know, Ertz in a second and we move up, you know, a little bit to, you know, maybe into the back end of the first round, you mm-hmm. know, or, or even just uh, the beginning of the second. Um, you know, a lot of, I, I assume a lot of people uh, uh, think that Ertz has high value and, and honestly he does, but you're really, you know, another team is going to be buying low on Ertz with the yeah, potential. Yeah, he had a down year last year, and they know we're up against it, up against the right. cap. You know, right, right. So, so you have that move that, that is pending, as they say. You know, there were other rumors that just came out about Brandon Brooks even on the trade block or, yeah. or that they would accept, uh, you know, uh, calls on Brandon Brooks. I personally don't like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, if you're going to, you know, give Hertz a, a fair shot, mm-hmm. I, I think I think you need all the help you can get on that offensive line. But I would say a restructuring uh, for Brandon Brooks would 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 certainly make sense. Oh um, sure, yeah, they could figure that out. A, you know, a restructuring for Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, mm-hmm. Javon Hargrave. Um, 
you know, there are a couple of other names out there, Lane Johnson, uh, that could get restructured, and I'm pretty sure I just named five people, um, you know, that could get the, the salary cap down under, you know, under the threshold, and even to a point where you may have, like, you know, $15 million to, to $10 million to play with. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but that could be enough to get you, you know, let's say Malik Hooker, who's been linked mm-hmm. to the Eagles. Um, Marlon Mack, I'm just going to clearly just go with all Colts players. Uh, sure. Marlon Mack, uh, who could, you know, be that number two back uh, behind um, Sanders. So, you know, and there are obviously other positions to where they could certainly use uh, an upgrade. Um, so, so I truly believe that Howie's going to do enough to where, you know, we would get enough wiggle room to where we can actually sign a, a free agent or two. Um, what's Eric? What's your thoughts on on you know maybe where they might end up by the time the new league starts uh, on next Tuesday? Yeah, I think you, you're right. You hit the nail on the head. Like, they're just trying to get, like, a few mil under the cap and so they can get kind of a, you know, low-name free agency, like a Marlon Mack or even a hooker, you know, someone like that, not an actual prostitute, but, you know. <laughs> well, that's it for us, folks. Uh, that's the new bar. The new low bar has been set. Thanks, Eric. But, yeah, I do think that's <laughs> – what they're looking to try to do to just, just so everybody knows just so everybody knows Malik Hooker is not an actual hooker. <laughs> so don't get excited. <laughs> Eagles fans. Oh jeez. Wow. <sighs> I wish there was a kick button. I would just I would just boot you <laughs> right now. <laughs> so so I posed the question down below, you know, obviously mm-hmm. I just named a, you know a couple people there. Who what player out there and i'll ask you eric this first and then i'll ask everybody out there to comment in what player would be your dream free agent this acquisition this offseason like if if, you know again if we could get the money you know and and had to be able to afford whomever who who are you looking to add what player would be the best fit for the eagles you know honestly and I don't think this is going to happen, but I'd love to get enough room to go get, like, say, an Allen Robinson. I was going to say, I, I would have assumed you would have said that. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, I Somebody in that ilk, mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, uh, you know, again, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Granted, some of those may be franchised, but sure. somebody's going to sneak out out of those, like, top – five or six uh, wide receivers. And I really do. I, I personally think Allen Robinson is going to get out of Chicago because I think they're so worried about making sure they're in the market to upgrade their quarterback position that like they yeah, may no. think, look, we upgrade the quarterback and that'll kind of take care of itself with the wide receiver position because a good quarterback just makes a, an average wide receiver better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andrew with a, with a long one, but uh, still a good point here. Uh, the Eagles made the right choice to let Jalen Hurts be the starting quarterback in 2021 next season, so I don't see the team drafting a QB again anyway in the draft. The Eagles will sign a QB in free agency, and the Eagles will draft either a wide receiver since they parted ways with Deshaun and Alshon, uh, or perhaps the Eagles will draft tight end Kyle Pitts. The Eagles will let Jalen Hurts be the starting quarterback week one, 
and the wow okay uh this this went crazy uh <laughs> we'll start the the week one of the 2021 season the eagles will win super bowl uh was that uh 56, 56. Uh, uh, with Jalen Hurts. One, yeah, that's this year. Uh, okay. Well, listen, Andrew, I love the confidence. And yeah, honestly, sure. I would, I'll sign up for that. I, you know, and to bring it to your back, to your point, Andrew, yes, Laura, there's been a report by Chris Mortensen, our good buddy, uh, that Jeffrey Laurie has made it well known to Howie and the front office that to surround Jalen Hurts with weapons. And we're all building around Jalen Hurts this offseason. And that is the focus. And I like that. Regardless of whether you think Jalen Hurts might be the long term or he's just a stopgap till we can maybe draft somebody in a year or two, I think that's the right move because you get to see what you have with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You surround him. Say you get a, a Jamar Chase or a Pitts, as Andrew suggested. You know, you have weapons. You already have Sanders. You have Rager. You know, you have Fulgham and Ward, and you have Goddard. You're going to have some weapons there, you know, with whomever you draft to give him a fair shot. And God forbid if the offensive line stays healthy, there's no excuses. And if he sucks, you say, all right, well, we know that he sucks. We're probably drafting in the top 8 to 10, if not even earlier. And you go Mm -hmm. out and you draft a quarterback at that point. So I, I agree that that is the absolute best decision. Now, granted, I don't like the the undertone of the fact that, you know, Lori is kind of making these decisions. I don't like yeah, that don't at like all. I don't like that even a little bit. I don't even like that even less than that. Um, and, and what it says to me is that we have, uh, you know, as someone, um, I, you know, I heard on, on Twitter, because, um, you know, obviously Twitter is the back place for all news. Uh, I was calling him uh, uh, Jerry Laurie or Jeffrey Jones. And it was, you know, deciding which one he, he, he liked better. Uh, but <laughs> I started uh, calling him Jerry Jones Light on uh, my other show. Yeah, uh, it's not not that uh, far-fetched. Uh, Sean, what's going on, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, Alan Robinson reminds me of Alshon Jeffrey. He is a possession receiver, which will take pressure off of Hurts. And, and think exactly. about yeah. you know, that's a, that's a great point, Sean. Think about what Alshon Jeffrey, when he first got here, what he did. I mean, he was a huge part of why he was a huge part. And if he could even be a little bit of that, and obviously the Chicago connection, yeah, the is Chicago, you know, great, yeah. and the fact that Alan Robinson's a Penn Stater. You know, coming mm-hmm. in back to the you know the Philadelphia area, and listen, I would sign up for it seven days a week, twice on Sunday. I absolutely love it, but I think, you know, if you do that, does that necessarily take Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle out of the equation for your draft? No, that doesn't for you. So you nope. would, you would, if Jamar Chase is there, you're running up. Grabbing him at six, you have Chase, Allen Robinson, Rager, Fulgham, Ward, Quez Watkins, Hightower. That's your running back, or that's your wide receiver. And we figure it out from there. Yep. I like it. I'm okay with that. Now, granted, you know me. I would absolutely love to get uh, another position, i.e. linebacker. Uh, well, yeah, if that would happen. Who's, but... who's your ideal? Who's your linebacker you're, you're targeting in free agency? Well, that's the thing. Um 
there's not a ton of linebackers that I love. Uh, you right. know, Matt Milano from Buffalo is certainly one name that I'm keeping my eye on. Um, would love somebody like him in here. But the more and more I think about this team, the more and more I'm in love with Parsons being that middle linebacker, having Singleton be, you know, being the, the outside, having, mm-hmm. you know, a fight between TJ Edwards and Duke Riley or whoever the heck is else is here to be that third that, you know, again, we don't know what the rotation of linebackers is. Just sure. going off a of previous, that third linebacker usually plays about 20% of the snaps. So, you know, I'm not that worried about it. But Yeah, uh, I mean, you can have a competition there and whoever's the hot hand whenever you – Right, and so, so I would, I'd be more concerned about that, getting that number one with Singleton as the number two mm-hmm. and have him continue to progress. Uh, Sean, again, with a, another comment here. Uh, appreciate it, Sean. Uh, we have no – receiver who can run routes in the middle of the field who can take the hits and catch the ball all of our receivers are deep ball threats uh yeah i mean you're you're kind of you're kind of right there he ain't wrong. i mean, yeah. I mean think, think about it you know rager rager's a speedster mm-hmm. you know ward i think ward has that ability i think, yeah, I think ward, in an ideal situation you're asking ward or you're asking the tight end you're asking dallas goddard to kind of right. be that move to change i, I think fulgham can also be that guy that can sure. play a little bit more in the middle um, but you're right, not ideal in any in any situation. And obviously, Hightower and Watkins are are, are speedsters. So yeah, uh, you know, you're absolutely right. Somebody like that, an Allen Robinson, as Sean suggested earlier, would be a great fit. And you you have somebody who's a veteran who can kind of you know mentor the young kids. Yes, yeah, say he could probably help a Jalen Rieger with his route running and right. Quest Watkins and. Right and and potentially Jamar Chase. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh Sean again. Uh Fulgham was that guy until he got benched for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. Um you're you're absolutely right. Um real quick though, uh by the way, speaking of Sean, uh if you guys you know, many of you know right now that, that our show is a part of the NSN Philly network, notoriety sports network Philly. Uh, and we have a just a fantastic lineup of shows. So not only is our show Mondays, normally we're at 6 o'clock. We had a little bit of a, uh, of a schedule conflict today, so that's why we're at 8. Um, Tuesdays at 8.30 is the NSN Philly show, starring uh, yours truly, Sean, uh, and Eric, and Reggie. The, they talk four for four. It's awesome. Wednesday, we got the Bald Eagle podcast himself, the Bald Eagle, just breaking down everything Eagles. It during the season, and and that's not to take I away love from, this. Yeah. not to take away from what he does during the offseason, but during the season, my God, this dude does a fantastic preview every week and a fantastic breakdown, play by play, drive by drive. So if you have not, you know, if you wanted to to say, yeah, you know what, like. I want to. I want to. You know. I, I remember that game earlier this year. Go, go find some of his old shows and find his breakdowns. I'm telling you, dude is on fire. Uh, and then, of course, Friday at 6:30 is the Philly broadcast. No, another four for four show. Uh, we got a couple other shows on the lineup uh, on the horizon, if you will, coming uh, coming soon. So check it out, NSN Philly uh, on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, everywhere. Uh, you can check out below the at Notoriety Sports. Uh, so anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, so yeah, I, I listen, you know, and, and speaking of free agents, 
you know, I, I think a lot of people are, you know, thinking that with the Jeffrey Lurie uh, report earlier today that, you know, it kind of takes off, you know, the notion that the Eagles may think about taking a quarterback with the with round one. So sure. then that leaves you with, hey, what that are we going to to try and find to bring in here to mentor, you know, the room, you know, with Jalen Hurts and all of that. And honestly, uh, there are a, a couple of good, um, you know, free agent or available uh, QBs uh, that could potentially be a nice fit here. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, are saying something like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't want Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think, yes, I do believe that he's a very good mentor to mm-hmm. these young uh, cats, but uh, yes, he's 39, but. I feel he would push a little bit to to maybe get in the, into the game. I want somebody who you know, like let's say a Chase Daniel, who has no shot of playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no nobody's calling out for Chase Daniel in in, in the you know in the stands. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, if he's on the Eagles, Jalen Hurts messes up a little bit. You could absolutely you could absolutely see it. And we don't want that. We don't want any controversy whatsoever. So, sorry, Fitzpatrick, you might be a little too good. You know, somebody like, um, you know, uh, Ryan or uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Um, somebody like, you know, maybe like a Joe Flacco at this point. I think he's kind of past that that prime. Yeah, I think everybody understands that if you bring Joe Flacco in here, he's not competing for the starting job. Not now. Yeah. Um, now, my uh, only reason behind wanting Ryan Fitzpatrick, aside from thinking that he's a good backup, and yeah, I know I understand what you're saying about him being, you know, them potentially being in the mix for the starting job, or at least fans calling for it. Um, right. The only thing is, I'm sick of him beating us every year. <laughs> <laughs> well, then hopefully, hopefully he just retires because that is the rumor right now yeah. that that his market. Uh, potentially is a little bit weak uh, and that he just may end up riding off into the sunset. Like you're a Harvard graduate, like go do something with like your crazy. Yeah, go be, go be a professor in the league in five years. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't, hey, you may, um, you know, a lot of people have uh, said somebody uh, like a Jacoby Brissett, uh, obviously, sure. every every single yeah, Indianapolis cult, every cult, every cult is going to be linked to the Eagles uh, by just default. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind having Brissett. I don't. I don't necessarily. Th- I think he wouldn't push for starter uh, time like Ryan Fitzpatrick would. Um, you know, but I think he's still. You know, he's still 29 years old. Um, I, I still think he's a very talented, talented mm. player. But honestly, my my ideal would be somebody like, you know, a, a, a Tyrod Taylor, maybe even like an Andy Dalton. Um, you know, I believe that he's, you know, he's a free agent coming up. He's 34. Um, yeah, we know I he's think, not going to be the answer in Dallas now. Right, now that right. Before we came on the air. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, Dak Prescott finally got his $40 million. Just got the most guaranteed uh, contract in, in league history. Good for him. I'm glad. I'm hey, glad absolutely. that Dallas paid him $40 million a year. Four years, $160 million is insane. Um, but Yeah. 
listen, they didn't they didn't have what, uh, much money anyway, and they needed a lot of help too. So you know, in the long run, I'm okay with that. Uh, to be perfectly honest, um, and it's funny. I heard earlier them saying that they thought that this made Dallas, you know, the team to beat in the NFC East, saying that they were going to win. You're paying your quarterback forty million bucks. Like they better be. You better not just be freaking competing to win the NFC East. You better be ready to compete. I don't want to. I just fell off. You gotta love it. Well, uh, it wasn't being live, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, you know, no matter no matter how, how much you you try to to wrangle uh, the kids, sometimes they they pop in. Um, Those for some of the best moments, though. Uh, they can be. They certainly can be. I hope you went away. I I think I hear him in the background. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so so outside of obviously quarterback, you know, we had talked about wide receiver. Um, you know, and, and and some of the you know some of the names out there, T. Y. Hilton, uh, A. J. Green, um, sure. You know, Sammy Watkins, um, Corey Davis, uh, John Ross, who's always been linked here just because he's fast and he's like Deshaun Jackson, but like not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're, they're they're Juju Smith Schuster. That's a dude I would love to have here personally. Oh sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I would actually, I would actually take him over Allen Robinson because I think he's going to be much cheaper. Um, and the fact of the matter is, I think uh, Allen Robinson's twenty eight, where Juju's twenty five. I like that. I mean, no, I think, really? you think you think Allen Robinson's going to be more expensive than Juju? Yes, hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think Allen Robinson is the number one wide receiver on the market right now. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna cost you well over fifteen million dollars a year. Well over. Well, I mean, in that case, I guess I'd rather have Juju. <laughs> right, and that and that's why I think some of the one of those you know second tier wide receivers would be more mm-hmm. uh, more cost effective and and still impactful. Um, you know, we we and obviously you know we need to figure out what we're doing at left tackle. Whether we stay in house yeah. with the two guys we have, um, you know. I know linebacker is certainly always going to be something that Eagles fans want. Yours, uh, yours truly. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of players out there. Um, I'll give you a bold prediction. I think the Eagles will address the linebacker position before the draft, and, and I think it'll draft. be a decent linebacker. I don't think it'll just be some filling guy. Really, because you know there are a lot of decent wide receivers out, or uh, so wide receivers, uh, linebackers out there. Uh, you know, you have Matt Judon, Mel- Melvin Ingram, Bud Dupree, mm-hmm. Shaq Barrett, uh, who you know again may may get tagged. Uh, Levante David, uh, Leonard Floyd, who I really really like. Sure. Um, you know KJ Wright, uh, Denzel Perriman. Uh, you know, I could I could go on. Uh, Kyle Van Noy just recently got uh, released from Miami after signing that big, big, big contract. Um, you know, he he might be available. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's a good amount of, of, of people out there that I would not mind bringing in, who would be a very nice upgrade over what we have right now. So, um, yeah, and speaking, and I, of- I really think that. 
like just call it intuition or whatever you want, just like a gut feeling. And I, I trust my gut because it's a rather large gut. Um, yeah. So I really think the Eagles are going to address the linebacker position in free agency. I just think new regime, I think they're going to want to do something different. I mean, I hope so. Um, you know, Hassan Riddick, temp, former Temple guy. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple of... – <coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, you know, some, some you know, uh, Neville Hewitt, who uh, I think is under the radar, dude ended mm-hmm. up with 134 tackles uh, for uh, middle linebacker for the Jets last year, played all 16 games. Yeah, no, games. I like Neville Hewitt a lot. Um, yeah. You know, he certainly is going to be, you know, getting a, a quite the big uh, upgrade. Um, you know, so, so there's, there's plenty of spots there. And then, and then personally, you know, with all of our, um, you know, free agents, um, that we have, you know, Duke Riley is technically a free agent. Nate Geary is a free agent. Obviously we just uh, tendered, uh, Singleton, thank God. So he, he's going to yeah. be back whether, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> um, you know, so, so that so, means Nate Gary will not be back. Uh, uh I mean, honestly. Could you imagine how terrible that would be if they re-signed him? I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. Uh, I wouldn't be sitting next to you when the news comes down the wire that that Nate Gary has been re-signed. Uh, I would. I would probably say that would be bad because I might punch whatever's to the you know to the right of me, or to the left, wherever you're sitting. Wherever I'm sitting, just <laughs> I'm just gonna punch you. Fuck him. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's you know, I I equate them going out and grabbing a a, a, a nice linebacker. You you remember when the Flyers signed Jeremy Roenick? Oh yeah, no, and I remember your reaction to speaking, speaking of you, you know, wearing your Flyers there. Uh, Jeremy yeah. Roenick to me was always my favorite player in the NHL. Like mm-hmm. back in the Chicago days, early nineties. You know where he played with Larmer and Goulet and 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 Steve Smith and Chelios and Balfour and even when they had Hasek and uh, you know uh, I could go on naming yeah. more you know more of the team there. I love that team because of Ronick and always admire the way he played. Uh, you know he was an American. He he was kind of a Jo uh, and played like that. And when the Flyers signed him, granted it was well past his prime, but. He still had a couple good years in there, and I absolutely was was ecstatic. That would be to me what I would feel like if they went out and signed, you know, even you know, even somebody that you know, second tier guy. Because right now, what we have, Alex Singleton is your best linebacker, and and no offense to him because he's played very good, especially that second half. But if you can make that dude your your secondary linebacker, if you can bring in a true inside linebacker and let him be on the outside, mm-hmm. I, I think that you know. And I've always been you know uh, an advocate of build the linebackers because if you have good linebackers who can rush, play the run, who can also be in coverage, it alleviates pressure off of the line. You don't always have to send you know an extra guy or two. Or you, you know, again, you don't, you don't always have to, you know, uh, worry about about coverage, and it right. makes it makes the D backs job a little bit easier when you know you can have faith that they can cover that that tight end or or that you know that fourth wide receiver or something, and 
if you do that, it makes the whole defense better. So I would absolutely jump for the moon if they went out and signed somebody, you know, uh, in the in the you know first or second tier of free agent linebackers. Now, granted, you know my number one is is to go and, and get Parsons. Well, sure, but, but I, I don't I don't see that happening unless yeah, they that trade I don't back. think it's gonna happen. But unless they trade back six. Yeah, if they trade back to like twelve, let's say. And Parsons happens to be there, and all the wide receivers, and Pitts is gone, and two of the corners are gone, and two of the tackles are gone. Then yes, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But even then, I can't see that. <laughs> yeah, I could then see the Eagles just saying, "Oh, you know, what? we're going to trade back again because we don't take linebackers in the first yeah. right now." Yeah, linebackers, gross. But yeah. so okay, so so that's your that's we talked about a little bit of a free free agency. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the next step is the draft. And and before mm-hmm. we get into the draft real quick, another reminder, folks, this Saturday, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, the NSN Philly family will all be coming together for the first ever NSN Philly offseason roundtable for the Eagles. We're going to be talking about all of this. We're going to be talking about free agency. You know, hopefully at that point we'll have a little bit more uh, of an idea of how much money uh, might be might be in play. But now, we'll do talk- all those guys know the rules of the roundtable? You know, we sit there and we pound beers and talk foot and talk football the whole time. Oh, they're going to learn. They'll all learn. Right. <laughs> uh, so uh, you go you know, learn tonight. Yeah, they're going to learn. So, so uh, the bald eagle himself, Sean Cressman, will be there. Ryan from the Philly broadcast to be there. Uh, here, right? Uh, Ryan should be in studio. The three of us will be in yeah. live in the same studio. Um, and it's going to be know, fun. Uh, two, uh, uh, some of the guys from the NSN Philly show will be there as well. Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. We, we're we're going to basically get everybody ready for free agency. Talk about you know the top free agents that are available. We're going to talk about you know whether or not. You know, they they might be a good fit for the Eagles. We'll talk mm-hmm. about how much money we have to play with, and and at the very end, we'll we'll talk a little draft. We we always do. We 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 kind of tease the next offseason roundtable as we we do yeah. uh, another round roundtable right before the draft. And heck, we may even go live during the draft. Who knows? Uh, it's, it's, being, that. it's being thrown around. Um, so uh, yeah, so check that out Saturday, seven o'clock. Uh, Eastern on NSN Philly. We're going to be doing the roundtable. It's probably two or three hours worth of just jam-packed Eagles news and information and free agency stuff. So you don't want to miss it. So we'll 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 shoot a we'll shoot a message out. But uh, if you're not already following NSN Philly on Facebook, please do so. Put on your notifications so that when we do go live, you know right away. You can hop right in and uh, comment with us and let us know what you're thinking. So. Uh, so yes, uh, the draft. Now, with the news that Lori came out, and or not not that he actually came out, but the news that came out about Lori, and the fact that he has instructed the offseason the Eagles uh, two birds. When you first heard that news earlier today, what was your first thought? You know, from Lori, and just I mean, kind of a duh. Yeah, we've got to build the team around Jalen Hurts. If he's your guy, like, and to me, you're not trading your starting quarterback 
with the idea of, okay, our next quarterback isn't in-house yet unless you're pick one or pick yeah. four. And okay. since they were pick six, you traded your quarterback and you have one in-house. That's your guy. And But what I thought, my also the other thought that came to my head was this is a sign to the rest of the league. If you want a quarterback, we're open for business. Yeah, and I think I think in the the long run, I honestly, the more and more I think about it, and unless again, unless you're sitting at six, and Jamar Chase falls to you, or mm -hmm. or or uh, Sewell falls to you, outside of those two, for me, if if those two are gone, you look to Carolina at eight, you look to Denver at nine, you look to San Fran at twelve, and and even as far as going back to 15. Yeah, and I know I talked about that last week. I give a glance back to 15 to see right. if they'll play. I would, if they'll play ideally, I don't want to fall back that right. far because I truly believe there are nine prospects, in my opinion, that I would absolutely love for the Eagles to take. And that's not including any quarterbacks. So yeah, nine assume, nine quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. If you assume that there are at least three, there probably might be four. But if there's mm -hmm. at least three quarterbacks, that's twelve total players, and you're sitting at twelve if you if you trade back with Sam Fran. Which so means at the very you, least you're getting the you the get left. at least a choice yeah. to the whoever was is left. And I'm okay with that because I think if you truly trade back to twelve, you mm -hmm. get another first round next year. You can probably get their second this year, and you might be able to get a, a little bit more either next year or even in the you know the third round. Mm -hmm. So I don't see why you wouldn't, especially if you know Chase. Let's say Chase and Sewell and Pitts are gone, because I saw I did see a, a mock draft where that had happened, mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, oh well, shit. If that happens, you absolutely trade back. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, you, you call Carolina and be like, "What's up? You want you want one of these QBs? No, okay. Uh, Denver, you want one of these QBs? No, yeah, okay. That's what you tell Carolina. Yeah, guess what? We're going to be on the phone to Denver. We're going to be on the phone to San Francisco. Right, exactly. We're going to be on the phone to New England. Right. And 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 so you get as much as you can mm -hmm. because you know while we may not have that much money for this off season, and you know. There's a lot of holes to fill, sure. but if you can get yourself an impact player this year and pick up more things for next year, to where you may have three first-round picks next year, depending on if the Carson Wentz, pick, right, right. you know, comes to fruition, you can have three first-round picks next year with about seventy-five to eighty million dollars, depending on the cap and depending on you know how much money gets kicked down the line. But you're gonna have lots of room. To sign people, you'll have lots of uh, you know draft capital. Okay. And think about it: if you're trading back and you're saying, "Okay, this is a year we didn't get quite the impact player we wanted to in this draft," which means we're probably picking in the top ten, and right. whoever we trade to, they're coming in with it. They're going to go into the next season with a rookie quarterback starting. You might get two top ten picks out of that. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. You know, if you think about this, if you're trading back with with Denver, does Denver really seem like a, a team that's gonna make? Yeah, they're seem ready to win now, right? Especially they're about to lose Vaughn Miller and a couple of other mainstays uh, on that team, and mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think you could potentially have two top 10 picks, and you could have a, a pick in the, in the late teens, early 20s with, you know, again, if that culture. With Indianapolis, pick. yeah. Right. And so, you know, say if you. you yeah, know, I'm get, all for that scenario. Say if, say if you go to 12 and Sertan is sitting there. And you're right. like, okay. Uh, Sertan's the, the odd one out. We'll take him. Yeah, oh, right. You, you have Find your number me up two. for that. You right, know, you yeah, wanna... you, right, right. You have your number two corner sitting right there. You mm -hmm. also still have an early second, an early third, an extra third. You know, you still have three more picks within the top 100 within this draft. You yeah. then would have, you know, a boatload of picks to, to replenish and get younger the following year. Mm -hmm. And then you also would have money to play with. So you could fill in the gaps with free agents and whatnot. And this whole retooling, rebuilding, whatever the hell you want to call it, could happen and be done with rather quickly to where we could struggle this year. But by the time next year comes around, make that leap. And then the following year, I and honestly look, could see them being ticket holders who did opt out in this past season. You were already paid up. You know, hey, this was a free year anyway. Right. So you're really going to gripe about the, the free year? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, technically it's it, it's not really. But, yes, I get your point. No, I know what you mean because you had to pay at some point. You yeah. had to pay at some point. But but anyway, uh, no, you're, you're right. So we're, you know, two years from now, this, you know, if done right. Now, granted, that's a big if. And well, yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're and Rose I always got to make the moves. And I always gotta, absolutely. You're, you're, you know, again, I'm not I'm not saying it's set in stone. A lot of things have to you happen. You set yourself up to where you, you set yourself up with money and draft capital and youth. And if, well, again, and if, you, if I can throw in some better news for you, oh, you even if it doesn't work. If, if all this trading around and you still end up with very little in return, well, guess what that means? At that point, even Jeffrey Lurie has to acknowledge it's time for Howie to go and you get a new GM in here. Yeah. I mean, that would be the ultimate. But I, I know there's a lot of Negadelphians out there that are, are convinced that Howie will never get fired. Howie will be the GM of this team for the next 30 years until he dies. I mean, how old is Howie? Can can we like can we get some natural causes going in here? Can we maybe get a sniper from the top of the link? I mean, I happen to know a guy who'd be willing for to for a price from the top of the link. Well, listen, I think I think if you put out a GoFundMe <laughs> and you just said, you know what, Eagles fans, give what you can, dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever. And you you get that going going. How and, much do you think that would be up to just overnight? Honestly, I, I think you could get ten to twenty overnight. If, yeah, I know, think you could share it around, you know. So so you know we could get that money real quick. <laughs> just 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 for the record, everybody, we are not actually advocating for you to murder Howie Roseman. But you know, just for the lawyer's sake, we are not. Advocating. Oh yeah, no, no, this was a joke. Yes, we are. Uh, this was a joke. Wink, wink. Uh, 
But but again, I I think I think we could be potentially set up in a very nice position mm-hmm. a year from now, two years from now. Next year's gonna be brutal. But again, this yeah. year was fucking brutal. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it, if it gets worse, it's, it, there's not much further to go down. So like I mean, all I can say is you know, for this year, at least I wasn't paying the you know Lincoln Financial Field beer costs for mm-hmm. to drink myself. <laughs> you know, it's like you sit there and and you have the you you have a bad night out at the bar and it's like man, there's no good looking women out here tonight. Drink till they're cute. It's like you know the Eagles drink till they're good. Drink till they're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Unlike you, I refuse to pay the link for any beer. No, I, I don't actually. I okay, think I, I, I think I've bought say. one or two beers the in the thirty years or whatever I've been going to games. Oh, there you go. Thank God. Well, I would hope you wouldn't be doing that thirty years ago. That's no, 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 no. <laughs> well, they might have served me thirty years ago. I mean, that's true. It was. It was the vet. They. they it was. Did not yeah. Give a it crap. was the vet. Yeah. I was ten, but. Mm, whatever. I mean, you, you got to grow up sometimes. So. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, folks. Well, we do appreciate everybody uh, chiming in. Sean, Andrew, appreciate the comments. Uh, like I said, if you have not followed the, the lineup of shows on NSN Philly, and not only on NSN Philly on Facebook, uh, but at Notoriety Sports, at Notoriety Sports on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, YouTube channel going, going strong. Um, so make sure you check out Notoriety Sports Network and NSN Philly for all of our shows. There's a whole lineup on the NSN Network, on Notoriety Sports Network, outside of the Philly Network. So if you're looking for kind of general sports or even just kind of off-the-wall uh, shows, that's the place to do it. But if you're Philly hardcore, NSN Philly is where to go. Not only do we do live shows, not only do we do breaking news, live updates, uh, all the all the information you could possibly want quicker than anybody else out there. Make sure you do follow NSN Philly on Facebook. Uh, put your notifications on. You will not regret it. Absolute amazing uh, Philly content, uh, especially with the Eagles. Uh, but then again, uh, real quick, make sure you you follow the other shows. Tuesday at eight thirty, NSN Philly four for four show. Uh, Wednesday, the Bald Eagle podcast at six o'clock. Uh, Eagles only, strict with it, strict Eagles only show. Uh, and then, of course, Friday, the Philly broadcast with Ryan and Ryan uh, at 6.30. So more shows coming uh, down the pipe. So check that out. And uh, we will see you guys next week at our normal time at 6 o'clock. A little bit of a schedule conflict today. Uh, so we pushed it back a little bit for you. So we hope uh, – those of you who normally watch the show, hopefully you guys can find it afterwards if you if you were a little confused as to where the show was. So we apologize for that. Um, I think that's all I got. Uh, Eric, do you have anything uh, to add? No. Okay. Well, uh, I do appreciate your you know wise and witty content uh, at the end of every show. Uh, so without further ado, we will see you guys next week at our normal time at 6 p.m., we will give you the up-to-the-minute free agency news and information. And we'll and see everybody Saturday, too. We will also see everybody Saturday at 7 o'clock for the free agency roundtable. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know we'll give you all up-to-minute, up-to-the-second 
content and information regarding free agency, the tampering period, how much money we got to play with, all of that. So uh, check us out. Uh, we'll see you guys Saturday. We'll see you guys Monday. Uh, so for the Football Smack Talk show, I am Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 185 days to go. Nothing. We'll be done. We'll be done with that yeah. in no time. We'll be back in the link, baby. Can't wait. Oh, Can't man. wait. Now that now that uh, you know the fly guys are, are are getting people, and the opening day for the Phillies, we'll, we'll have some people, uh, and Sixers, we'll we'll, we'll have some people. Uh, I'm hoping for so. a packed house in September. Oh, well, wouldn't that be great? So, uh, all right, everybody, we will see you guys next week. See you guys Friday for the Philly broadcast. See you Saturday for the offseason roundtable. And then, of course, on Monday, our normal times at 6 o'clock. Everybody have a good night. Go birds. Go birds. Good night. Where's the snow marking?